Here on Self-Express with Love Kills, we learn new ways to become more self-aware, self-confident, and much more on self-expression. This is a safe place where we're completely honest with ourselves, each other, and we don't judge. This is a no-judgment zone. Let's learn new habits and discover you. Woo! Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Self-Express with Love Kills, and it is your favorite host, Sierra Bernice. And your favorite co-host, <laughs> co-host, Kenya Moore, not the one that twirls. It's a deep breath. What's up, y'all? I'm screaming. You got a new greeting every time. Every time. <laughs> I'm a new person every day. So, y'all get whoever I am in the moment. Chill. And at this moment, this is who I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm chilling today. I'm laying back. We don't got no visual for today because I needed my phone for the resource. And until we, you know... Get the camera together and all of that. Y'all gonna catch this audio version, so you know we're we're we are working hard in the background, <laughs> and and so it can come to the forefront. Y'all just gotta bear with us. I mean, I know you love hearing me talk. I mean, you saw me a couple times. I'm I'm a little hefty. Only on only. Why? Why would you even start? I've been doing good all day. Yeah, I was so... watching his videos earlier. Let's have our recap. Oh, I'm yeah, going to start it off because it's been a week, you know? <laughs> it's, it's been a week. Uh, we're going to start off with a job. I was I was ready to quit. I was going to end <laughs> it all. I'm going to schedule job interviews. I was on Indeed. Baby, I was about to be, <laughs> I was about to be the president. I'm screaming. Okay? I'm applying for stuff you need a master's degree for, a doctorate degree for. I'm applying for everything. But you know who won't hire me? Walmart, <laughs> Family Dollar, shit, huh? Dollar Store. Like, they just won't. And I'm like, come on, baby. I understand that I am who I am and my resume speaks for itself. But if I'm applying to you, I know what what the money is that you're offering me. I'm with that. It's a part-time job. Hello? You need people like me. Let's let's boost the morale of your company. Extreme. Let's do that. They, they probably look at you like you, you probably not going to stay for long. I probably will. I probably stay there for years, <laughs> especially if the benefits is good. I'm about to try Starbucks. Starbucks, Wawa. You know Wawa. You get like a little stock in the Wawa if you work here. I don't know. I worked at Wawa, but it's been years, so I don't really know. Never worked at a Wawa. I'm about to try Club Wawa. Yeah. <laughs> of the not down the street. because yeah. it's it's quick. It's convenient. I do yeah. overnight. Tried to apply for the post office, but I forgot my login information from like six years ago. And uh, they don't yeah, resend you. I was about to say, I can imagine trying to get through them. The disrespect is out of control. I can only imagine. But yeah, so that happened. Um, Flatfoot stressed me out at that job. Flatfoot, Flatface, Slewfoot. I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> the job, but stressed me completely out. Like, I don't tolerate disrespect in real life. In my work life, I do not know how to do the middleman stuff. I'm either all the way hot or unemotional, right? It's the in-between I really can't get. I really I really can't get there. And they want to push me to be all the way hot. Y'all want me to get ghetto so bad. And I've been <laughs> doing very well with not putting my hands or feet or vehicle on anybody. But not they vehicle. did. Ew. Last week, I almost lost my job because... That girl yelled at me, and in my mind, when she raised her voice, I immediately went to jumping on her ass to the police camp. 
<laughs> but you can't do that because I need my job. I didn't have another one already in the works lined up. <laughs> so I had can't to walk away. Yeah. I was sweating. When I say I was sweating, it's Black History Month now, but baby, I was sweating like a runaway slave in August <laughs> in Alabama. I'm screwing you, man. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. Um, Children-wise, uh, both my children got on punishment. And oh, dang. They really? tried, Caleb got his stuff back, but he got three days. Oh, and three days, he ain't going to get it. Pissed me off so bad. I took the wires out of his computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you was mad as fuck. I took the wires out of the computer. I took the surge protector. Yeah, you ain't got none of this. You got two outlets. Damn. Make it work. I know he was hot as hell. Wires to the headphones and everything. He's streaming. Everything. Oh, look, I'm looking at our, uh, what you call it, the age change. Listeners from 18 to 22. Okay, young Jones. Thank you. probably from the episode with Crystal. Possibly, possibly. But you just interrupted my recap. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, so that's with the children. Personal life. Um, <laughs> I... I honestly don't know what to do about this situation with the man. Y'all know I get dangerously in love, okay? <laughs> I want to rub your back, rub your feet, grease your scalp, okay? Wash your back in the shower. My type of love is not for everybody. And it's definitely not for somebody who's scared of commitment and moving forward. So I'm I'm going to have to relax. Okay. Relax. I'm, I'm giving too much. Granted, I'm not saying they're not giving me, but the things that you are giving me are not the things that I need. Not in alignment. It's, what it's you not. Want. It's not giving growth. It's giving, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. Cool. So what's going to be, of course, the action moving forward? You just scaling back. Yeah, that's all I really can do. Just relax, not do too much. Because mm-hmm. obviously we want two different things and... If we don't want two different things and we are on the same page, I'm going to need you to show it. Right. Yeah. I don't even want to go down that road. You're going to really do it last one. You <laughs> do it. Because I'm only on a ride. Oh, my God. What song, need it, what song do we sing oh, together babe. when we was on the phone? That shit was so funny. <laughs> I made your life a musical. Yeah, that shit was funny as hell because I never catch on, but I had to say it. it was, you start saying it, I was cracking yeah, up. You knew. <laughs> um, recap from last week. Remember we talked about boundaries, healthy boundaries. I told y'all I would come back oh, with shit. a boundary. So with the experiences that I have had this week, <laughs> they were wild. I just gave you a snippet, but it, it was worse than that. I had to have all types of meetings or whatever. But... A little boundary that I set aside for myself to protect myself. I have to learn to step, my boundary is to step back, right? If I feel myself being too emotionally invested into something, I got, I got to step back from that. Because that's a really big problem of mine. I, I jump head first. Head first into it and put myself into each situation. I'm an understanding person. And I try to understand where everybody else is coming from. The world don't deserve that. <laughs> they do not. So I need to take my emotions back. If I feel myself getting too emotional or if I feel myself getting too attached, we're going to end that right there. That is a personal boundary for myself that I really need. And um, started this new boundary. If I don't like what you're saying to me, I'm going to end the conversation. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can revisit this at a later date. At a later time. 
right now. I'm not trying to hear it. Um, I don't want to hear it. I don't need to hear it, especially if it's someone else's views and opinions and feelings that they're trying to weigh in on me and my life and what I'm doing. Uh, it's a time and a place and I'm not always open. And that's that. How about you? <laughs> so I, I don't know if I agreed to this assignment from last week, um, but I didn't really set no new boundary. If anything, I am probably working on something new. Mm. Um, and it has a lot to do with this episode as well. So I have, I'm not going to say I've completely mastered the skill of detachment, but now I have to figure out a way how to have a balance. And when I do interact with people and not be so withdrawn. So it's like, even when like, you're probably the only person that I'm like open and honest with that too. But also like we can have conversations and I'm listening the whole time. Now, Sliding. No, I'm saying as far as like having deep conversations oh, or if okay. you're talking to me about how you feel or something that's going on, I'm listening. Okay. Now, if we just land on the phone and I'm on TikTok, you on your phone and we talking, yeah, bitch, I'm not listening to you. <laughs> but I mean, as far as like even getting to know people, like if somebody like say, if, for instance, if I'm talking to somebody and it's like they're telling me about their life or they're telling me how to you, I tune out. Like, I don't really, I don't, I'm not listening, but it's because... I don't want to allow myself to get attached to this person and I don't know, I just I just be zoned out like I'll be phasing people out like I don't be caring. Yeah, cause not the lady that was on the FaceTime till two something in the morning. Who? You? Who was on FaceTime? Y'all, cause I went to sleep. Oh uh, yeah, we were chatting. We had a great talk. We were talking about a bunch of stuff too. So I gotta tell you some stuff, but we also gotta call her too because she gotta tell you some stuff because that ain't all my business. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So, you we we can have another conversation. Um, another thing that I'm also learning too is um, to not put people on the pedestal. I know we kind of talked about this last week as well, um, but I'm really taking things at like surface level with my interactions with people because I I am that person where am I where I'm so deeply and dangerously in love, and it's like I'm learning to just see stuff for what it is and just move with it like that if it don't align then obviously it gotta go but yeah that's crazy because i do feel differently what you mean if it don't align it gotta go because Mm -hmm. just like you so check this out you might feel like if it don't align let it go but everyone doesn't always put forth their feelings in a situation just yeah. like you, you're very nonchalant, and you may be dangerously in love, but nobody would ever know that. Yeah. <laughs> so, to another person, that would be not aligning right. with what they got going on. Yeah, but that's, that's fair. Very well not the truth. Yeah. It's just I'm not showing it. Exactly. Yeah. See the problem? But see. Or saying it. And that's something also that I'm working on, but I'm really not actively working on it right now, because there's nobody in my life that I have to feel like. I, can, I have to show my emotions or show who I truly am to them yeah, right now. Yeah, you new friends. Because I'm yeah. not even saying rom- romantically. Yeah, no. Just you in general. Yeah, I'm in solitude right now. I'll be isolated. I'm going to get back out there at some point. Maybe, you know, in a couple of months. Yeah, you said you was going to make a new friend. I'm going to beat that with you. Like, hee, hee, hee. I'm screaming. Have I made a new friend? No. No. Y'all know. <laughs> 
Nah. Mm-mm. Yeah, so that's what I'm, like, currently working on, honestly. Uh, okay, so my recap. Things have been pretty chill. I have, oh, y'all, today I redecorated my whole entire, well, not my whole entire house, my sunroom and my bedroom. I changed some things. I did some deep cleaning today. It was a lot. Um, I also stopped smoking and drinking, so I started my fast on February 1st. I'm going to try to go all the way up until May. Um, but I'm not going to make no promises. So we're going to start with the first 30 days. So February 1st, well, 29. Um, February 1st to March 1st, because it's only 29 days in February. So that's new. That's what I've been doing. Um, oh, guys, guess what I did? What did you do? I finally did it. What is it? I booked my appointment for therapy. Not clapping all hard, like, <laughs> look at the sound waves. So, I've been putting it off, and I know at one point it was a homework assignment for the podcast, mm-hmm. but it was something with my insurance. It was, like, such a like such a headache trying to find somebody that took my insurance, and then I had, like, certain preferences. Like, I had to have a female. I had to have a black woman. So, it was, like, it was a lot to, like, really sit down and take the time to actually find somebody. So, I found her. Um, we have not met yet. Probably by the time y'all listen to this, let me think. No. So it'll probably I probably won't be able to give you guys a recap until like maybe two, three weeks from now. Um, because my session is a week and a half away. So y'all gonna have to wait. But yeah, I basically am ready to like unravel some things from like my childhood, try to figure out, you know, why I'm so nonchalant, standoffish. You know, I am very emotional. I'm just not, you know forthcoming with your emotions. Yeah. So, um, and honestly, I feel like a lot of it is because I've had my emotions shut down, which we talked about that before. Um, so it's just certain things that I know I want to work through. So yes, I finally did it, y'all. I'm going to therapy. Yes, therapy! (laughs) Um, what else is happening? Um, my child, it's been testy. Um, he is going through a phase where it's like, for one, I have to start teaching him stuff that he just may not be aware of. But it's also frustrating because, you know, kids, especially boys, it's like they don't really like to do nothing. Like, they like to be in their phone, play their game, do what they do, and just not be bothered. So me and Kenya was actually having this conversation. I think I was having a conversation with you. I don't know. But I basically, again, was thinking about how I'm so emotionally unavailable and I don't show emotion. And then I had to realize, I'm like, yo, my son is literally, like, the same way. So, because I know that, like, say, for instance, with Kenya, she had grew up in a loving home, and, like, they did stuff, and they, like, you know, had that bond. I don't have that in my family. So, I feel like, moving forward, like, my mom's a no-limit soldier. Mm. I'm a no-limit soldier, and now my son is a no-limit soldier. I have to be able to break that barrier because, not to say, I I would be okay if Cameron had to go to therapy, but if he doesn't have to, then that would be easy. So now I am working on actually showing him love and affection. Like today I went to go see him for a little bit because he didn't want to come home today. And I I came upstairs and I was like, Cam. And I I was like, I came to give my son a hug. So it's like, it's weird for me because I'm not used to it. And it's weird for him too. He he actually opened his arms though. He actually opened his arms and gave me a hug. So it was like, I'm trying. And it could have been because I ain't seen him in like two days. Mm-hmm. but I'm yeah, really definitely could be <laughs> I'm trying to be more like affectionate and showing him so that he knows coming up like 
this is how love is supposed to feel and I'm not supposed to, you know, just guard myself or, you know, not show you no emotion, even though Cameron is a crybaby. But he don't have, he don't, I've never seen him express no other emotion other than when he's sad. Or frustrated. Right. So it's like, yeah, we working on that. So that's the journey. Keep y'all updated on that because I've been trying. And then I also have been trying to spend more time with him, like, um, I don't really cook as often as I used to, but I'm gonna try to start back into getting cooking, to back into cooking, um, and then... Oh, good. Make big meals. Me and my kids can <laughs> I'm trying to cook for them. And then I need to start incorporating, like, maybe a day or two where I sit down at the dinner table and eat with him. Because I know y'all do that, and I, mm-hmm. I've, I've never, like, I've literally always eaten in my room because I just... That is a pet peeve of mine. Like, I know. But the thing is, I have a pet peeve where if I eat in my room, I ha- the plate has to go. I hate people that leave plates in their room overnight. I can't do that. Damn the overnight. Why are you in here? Yeah, no. Nah. I got to lay down and eat. Drinks? Okay, understandable. Why are you eating here? I got to lay down and eat. Why are you eating eat? in this bed? It's, it's, a, it's a very bad habit. Well, see, that's the thing. I don't really lay down. I still sit up and eat. But, yes, I, I need to start. But, you know, also I eat late, too. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I'm working on, making sure that, um, I'm actually eating before eight o'clock or no later than like nine because yeah, it's a whole lot of transitions happening y'all. But you know, I told y'all before that I feel like this year is going to be a lot of evolving and changing. Um, but I have to change things within me in order to receive whatever it is that is coming from me. So yeah, we're going to see how it go. That's my recap. And you know, you know, so, y'all over there, just my phone just vibrating <laughs> hard. Um, so, that was a long recap, but it was a lot that I feel like we both had to discuss. So, now we're going to officially Mine get into the episode. short for me. Well, I had a lot to say. I usually don't have a long recap, though. No. So, I gave y'all some, some tea. You ain't even talking about the job. What job? You ain't got a job? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you mean? How you going in your new position? No, fuck that job. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, for my business side of things, I actually interviewed with a new person who was who could potentially bring in some more money for my business. Mm. Um, that was cool, and yeah, I don't really be caring about talking about the job because it's just something that I do to make some extra money, and I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> don't even remind me about the place. Literally, I'm tired of it. I gotta go back tomorrow. Me too. No, you don't. I do. I like it. Some things. Oh, make sure you get your stuff too. What's that? The cards. They oh, my oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, all right. So the topic of the episode, which I already seen, no matter which way it's worded, is the cost of holding on and the reward of letting go. So I'm definitely in a space of learning to let things go and move on because I have cost myself a lot by holding on. So I felt like this was a great topic. This is actually one of the topics that was supposed to be done a while ago. And it was supposed to be a solo episode, but here we are. Here I am. <laughs> here we are. Um, so the first thing that I really want to touch on, and I guess you can go first, is what do you feel like letting go means to you? It's literally what what the words say. Letting go. Um, yeah, that that's what letting go means to me. Like getting rid of whatever it is that is holding you down, that has a hold on you, and is not positively impacting you. 
I got some things for you guys because you know <laughs> she did her research today. I did a little so letting go is another form of acceptance. You're not so much giving up as you are allowing things yourself mainly to naturally take their course. You embrace change, loss, and sacrifice, and you realize that what you lose can be turned into something greater in the end. Being able to let go while a tough emotion is passing through helps us to be okay with not being okay. Letting go reaches deeper levels when you look. Letting go reaches deeper levels when your observation of what has happened inside of you is done with total acceptance and when you remember that every part of your life is impermanent. Letting go also allows us to channel our mental, emotional, and physical energy in a productive manner. It's a psychological equivalent of flipping a switch from a focus of how things should have gone a certain way to a focus on what we can do now. So I think that is very important because a lot of people think of letting go and they want to hold on and hold on and hold on mm -hmm. for safety reasons. You feel like this can keep you safe or Chill. letting go because it's more painful it's different to let it go than mm -hmm. to just keep going through something because it's familiar. Chill. But no, we really don't. We're, it's the fear of the unknown. Mm -hmm. You really don't know what's going to happen once you let that thing go that's not serving you. So I want to actually pull up. Y'all know I've already been talking about the book um, that I've been reading, and this is also another reason why I was like, this is the perfect time to record this episode because um, I'm almost finished the book. But, um, it basically breaks down, like, a couple of different sections of, like, what you'll learn in the book, um, the most common reasons why we struggle to let go, and then also ways to learn how to let go and move on with your life. So, I'm going to just read down the list of the most common reasons why we struggle to let go. Um, the first one was, we fear the prospect of change, which is what you just said. Um, we fear the loss of opportunity. We dread losing our investment. So if we invested time, if we invested money, we're, yeah. you know, just dreadful of that. We're invested like, yeah, no. resources, cars. Yeah. Um, we struggle with low self-esteem, which I feel like that's something that a lot of people won't see, like, within themselves. Like, that's something that people would have to get, like, deep, like, maybe therapy to find that out. Because I feel like, believe it or not, that may be one of my things. And most people will look at me and be like, you don't seem like you have low self-esteem. But it's like, yeah, because I can sit in front of a camera and I can talk, but that don't mean that it's somewhere right. else. So, yeah. I, I, Nobody really puts their chat. imperfections out there for other people to see. Chat. Or their insecurities. Chat. Um, we loathe the mitt and we were wrong. Mm. Um, we idolize the thing we're hanging on to. Mm. That's actually the part that I'm reading right now. Um, our self-identity is connected to the thing we're hanging on to. Mm. That was definitely me at one point. Um, we're addicted to negative emotions and thoughts, and our brains are hardwired to survive. So those are literally most common reasons why we struggle to let go. So I feel like even learning and identifying which one connects with you will be able to help you move on and let go. So I was like, yeah, I want to, I want to, this book, I might read this book a couple times because I feel like once you identify, and then I think I have a note, hold on, it might be something where it says something. Okay, so this is another part of letting go, technically, like, forgiving. 
Um, but it says basically how to how to learn how to forgive. And it says recognize negative emotions and thoughts. Determine why I'm experiencing them. Manage your, managing your emotions rather than suppressing them and adapt the non-attachment mindset. So it's like same thing with letting go. I feel like we have to identify why is it so hard for us to let go because if we don't, we'll just keep doing the same thing. Once you dive into, you know, just how, what did you just say? You said something about, um, fuck. I don't know. You said something about how I do it. And you was like, I guess it was the, um, you not aligning, having alignment in your right. life. Once you start to say that out loud to yourself and you know that that's something that you cannot accept, it'll start to be present and it's like, well, damn, well, yeah, I can't. It's like that self-awareness. Like, I'm consciously aware of why it's hard for me to let go. So now it's kind of making it easier for me to, like, overcome that. It's weird the way you know life goes. Yeah, that's <laughs> a part of being okay with not being okay. Facts. Another another key aspect of that is emotional maturity. Yes. I you agree. can't let go if you're not emotionally mature enough to let go. Mm-hmm. If you're you're not in tune with what you're feeling, how you're feeling, you can't describe. You're just feeling sitting there feeling sad, and you don't have an explanation as to why these things happen. And that's when it's time to really dig deep. Like, why am I feeling these feelings? Mm-hmm. I need to identify the feeling that I'm having because this may be a little off topic. So anger is the easiest surface emotion. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, when something happens, the first emotion you're going to show is anger. Is that the actual emotion that you're feeling? No, but you are not emotionally mature or emotionally in tune enough with yourself to realize that I am frustrated. I am scared. I am upset. Mm-hmm. I'm confused. So instead of diving deeper and tapping into the actual why or what is it that I'm feeling, automatically go to mad. Right. Automatically go to blow up, spaz out. Frustrated, yeah. I agree. So, that's actually a good point that you brought all of that up uh, because the next thing that I was going to ask you is maybe, so you can give me like a before perspective, before you may have been diving into more of yourself and then now... How do you know when it's time to let go? So before, how did you know? So before, I did not know. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's the answer I actually wanted. <laughs> okay. Um, Just so we can see the difference. The hardest thing for me to do is to let go. I hold on. I know. Hold on to them. That's why this is a great topic. I'm just saying. <laughs> you don't want me to close. <laughs> I did not ask you. Go ahead. <laughs> Back to what I was saying. Amen. Hardest, I didn't ask for an amen from the congregation. I don't even go to church. You got it, bless. <laughs> go. <laughs> why are you looking at me like that? Because why are you cackling? Because you over here stopping. Keep going. Tell the people. How do you let go now? Or why are you struggling with letting go? First of all, let me finish my segue. That's what I'm saying. Let me get into that. Okay. Go. So... I had a hard time with letting go at all. Even if, even once I hit the point where I know that this is not what I need in my life. I know that this is detrimental to me. I know you don't serve me a greater purpose. You, there's nothing positive about you. You're not helping me grow 
in any way, shape, form, or fashion. This is not love. This is not friendship. But I still want to see the, I see the good in you. I see the potential in you. I see the good in the situation. I always look positively outward. But now that I'm looking positively inward and want to do what's best for me, I am identifying problems that I would have with something. So, example, my last relationship with the Capri Sun drinking feast thinking that <laughs> that nigga there, that, that was supposed to be a sprinkling. It should have never gone further than friendship, good vibes. But my inability to let go and to hold on to just have that have that level of acceptance, have that level of comfort, just having that body, that fun, that that's what I wanted at the time. And what I wanted and what I made it out to be was not what it was nor what I needed. And it took it took a lot. It took rock bottom. It took <laughs> yeah. Woo! It ain't never gonna take me that again, I promise you that. <laughs> Because now I'm being more aware and more in tune with myself. And the time that I took after that breakup, before getting into anything else, I actually took some time to realize not completely what I wanted, but I realized what I don't want. I realized what I do need. And I can navigate situations in life better. Even friendships. I had um, became cool with some co-workers. I'm like, oh, these people are cool. And I'm not the type of person who's going to give out a lot of information about me. I'll listen to all your information about you. I'll give you advice. I'll give you surface level anything. Once you start trying to get a little deeper than that, eh, I got to fall back. Because what, what you trying to do? Right. What, what, why you want to know all this? Why you want to come to my house? That's no literally thing. me with everybody. No, <laughs> you want to come to my house? No, thank you. My house in the shop. I'm screaming. <laughs> Cause why, Bitch, why, what? Why you want to come here? Not the house in the shop. Yeah, ain't nothing here. That's crazy. I barely got four walls. Mm. But yeah, and then I realized once I got to know these people a little better, I realized these are, I don't even really want to be associated with you mm-hmm. in this manner. Because once we had a, a small fallout or a misunderstanding, it got real vindictive. I don't operate in that manner. And petty as hell. I do not operate in that manner. If I have any care for you, I don't want vengeance. I don't want to be vindictive. I'd rather just cool out on you. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna ask you for nothing. I gave you back. I'm not. I'm not gonna be weird or petty towards you. I just probably won't speak to you, or everything is gonna be all smiles. Eh, it'll be fake, but I'm cool. Sure. But I'm never gonna do anything to retaliate against you because we had some type of fallout. I don't like stuff like that. Maybe it's just me. Yeah. So back to letting my letting go now. At this point, I don't have to let anything go. Mm -hmm. I have to... What? (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) I was agreeing with you. No, but you said, hmm? (laughs) That's not agreeing? What? Yo, Go! I'm done. <laughs> now you're done. Tell the people what you were saying. You don't have to let go now of what? Of anything? What you, huh? What, what, yes. what was that about? I said, hmm? Hmm? It's not agreement. What, what does that mean? I don't have to. 
I'm agreeing with you. I don't have to let go of anything at, at this very moment right now. Because hmm. I'm alone. <laughs> I'm doing good. I was agreeing with you. You just always want to beef with me. like That's not beef. I, I just felt a little something. Oh, my God. Are you done? Go. Well, I'm spicy. I'm being spicy. Cayenne pepper. All right, go ahead. Um, I don't have to let anything go. I have to redirect how I deal with certain people. Can't really let you go because they're going to barge their way back into my life. They gave birth to me, so eh. not a lot I can do about that. But I definitely have to redirect how our dynamic is. That's good. And sometimes you need like some reevaluating of the people that's in your life. Um, Cause it may, like you said, kind of like scale back rather than being what you normally are. And then of course you'll have the people that be like, Oh, you're changing. But it's more so like you said, I'm protecting me. I'm having that boundary in place because although if I have to always operate you operate with you in my life and I don't like the capacity that our relationship is at, then you know, I'm going to have to change some things on my end because if I can't completely get out of the situation or, you know, not be bothered by you at all, then I'm going to be the one that's in control, not you. Exactly. I have to redirect our interaction. Yeah. Redirect um, our dynamic. You was done. That's it. Mm-hmm. Let me get something to drink. I'm screaming. So, I actually want you to hear this other part, but I'm going to go do my before and after first. So, my before um, on how, how did I know when it was time for me to let go? <laughs> just like Kenya said I didn't um honestly the little part of me that did know that it was time for me to let go was when I was unhappy one thing about me I don't really like being a miserable person although I come off as this nonchalant you know angry person I'm really really nice yeah <laughs> but she can she can laugh and giggle from the kitchen that's insane <laughs> Um, but no, seriously, like, I feel like I'm a silly person. I'm a fun person. So it's like, if I ever feel like I'm in a situation or somebody around me is making me unhappy or making me not my best version of myself, like making me my calmest self, then it's time for me to let go of a situation because why are you basically dimming my light and making me feel some certain type of way? So before I would definitely agree that it was most likely... Um, just me feeling not like I can be my true self. Um, now, now, child. Mm, so now it's a couple of different factors. And the main thing is that I've been sticking to, for one, y'all already know the situation. I was in a long-term relationship on and off. We finally finished. And it was just like, now that's part of me that I have to learn how to let go. I guess I let go. <laughs> That's the song we were singing. <laughs> but now letting go is basically looking at the fact that everything in my life is a lesson. So it's like if I continuously keep going through these same situations, I need to learn this lesson. God is presenting these things to me and these people in my life for a reason for me to learn this one specific lesson. And it's like I don't think people look at life like that. Like, okay. And life is not just, you know, you get up, you go to work, you come home, you cook dinner, you go to sleep, you do. Like, you really have to sit and, and sit back and realize and think, like, 
there's going to be some shit I have to learn in this life. Like, because I don't know everything. You don't come into this world knowing anything. Everything is learned. So it's like, I look at things like that now where it's like, okay, I know that it's time for me to let go if I keep having to learn the same lesson. That's like, not even just with relationships. One of my things that I know I have to let go is having poor money management skills. I have to let that go because I'm going to keep being presented with the same oh, I'm lacking money in this area of my life, or, oh, I'm I'm dealing with this, or I'm behind on... It's never going to stop if I don't leave that alone. So it's like, it's not even, like Kenya said, with just romantic relationships and friendships. It's literally things in life that you have to be able to let go because if not, that shit going to keep popping up. So that's how I know now mm-hmm. um, that it's time for me to let go of certain stuff in my life because it'll keep popping up and I'll keep dealing with the same struggles and the same challenges and it's like how can I overcome this? Because it's like, it's, it just keep popping up. Well, you probably need to let some shit go. And it's going to be different things, obviously, depending on the situation. But that, that's definitely um, my key indicator of when I need to let the fuck go. Um, I'm going to read from off the book because that's really where I'm getting um, my resources from. So the book basically says, how do you, how do you let go? How do you know when it's time to let go? Um... The first one says you feel frustrated. So whatever situation. So for me, <laughs> very much frustrated and having poor money management skills is something that's like, bruh. And it's like, I can't be sitting here mad at myself when I'm, I'm the one that needs to make the change. Um, you spend significant time agonizing about a particular incident. Child, I feel like that's everybody. Especially when you'd be like, I'm not mad though. And then be <laughs> And be talking about it, walking in the circle. And, and be having a redneck <laughs> mixture. Um, another one is you find yourself uh, in self-pity. So you find yourself wallowing in self-pity. Um, you continue to rationalize a decision or action despite evidence showing it was unwise. That's very much everybody. We stay in situations just even though, and I think you said it, knowing that we should not be in the situation, knowing that we need to change some things. We still sit there and do it and rationalize it and make it, make reasons for it. Because something about it made you feel good and you want to keep that feeling no matter what other feelings are happening. You just want that one piece. So let me read the, the paragraph that's under here. So it says, one of the ways we hold on to things that cause negative emotions to fester is to justify our decisions and actions, even when they prove to be reckless or imprudent. For example, we might defend our decisions to stay with the spouse who cheated on us despite the salvage relationship making us feel miserable. We may rationalize assaulting someone who assaulted us despite the fact that we we now feel shamed and embarrassed. The effort to justify our decisions and actions spring from our ego. Mm. And that's a clear sign that we should evaluate our emotions surrounding the question, the situation in question. So it's an ego thing. I can see that. <laughs> Um, the next thing is you feel emotionally drained. Um, another one is, and that was definitely me, a, a indicator before, like, especially relationship wise, I felt like not only I can't be my happiest self, but I'm drained, bro. Like this is, I'm not happy. This just take me out the game. <laughs> take me away. Um, the other one is you can't remember the last time you felt happy. Mm. Um, that was all of them. So yeah, it's, it's a lot. Like, it's a lot to peel back. And I just be like, ciao. Letting go seems like it's easy to do, but it's very much a, it's easier said than done. 
because it's some work that you have to do. Like, you definitely have to do the work when you know, like, say, for instance, I'll bring up the money management skills. As much as I want to just go splurge, like, even this week, I have, I'm, I've been on a strict budget, and I've been doing good. Just like the fast started, and as much as I want to go buy a so bad, y'all, it's not in my budget, and I told myself I wasn't smoking. So it's like, I know the things that I need to work on, and it's just like, you have to be disciplined and focused on what it is that you're trying to get, because if not, that lesson going to keep coming up, you're going to keep being broke, you're going to keep complaining about money, you're going to keep doing this, and keep being sad in that relationship, whatever it is, and it's like, for me, letting go now, I'm learning, I feel like I haven't mastered it, I'm not going to say I mastered it, because there's still some things that I need to let go, and hopefully therapy helped me in that, but... Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely something that a lot of people need to work on. And even if you don't feel like it's something relationship wise or something financial, figure out something in your life that you may be holding on to that's costing you your happiness or, you know, the way that you're living your life, because things are going to change differently. Like I know for me working on my poor money management skills, baby, I'm gonna have some motherfucking money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have some fucking money you hear me cause I'm working on managing my money better and I know that the things that I used to spend money on food alcohol just dumb stuff and I know that I'm refraining from that it's like okay I'm gonna look over and say mm, I got a little money that's like I was talking to Michaela and I had told her I was like yeah I'm stopping smoking like tomorrow cause she had came over the day before and she was like I ain't gonna lie to you when I was when she was sick she was like and I stopped smoking. She was like, I saved so much money. I had extra little cash every now and then. I was like, yeah, I know. Because you spend so much money on it and you don't even realize because it's just such a bad habit. And that's like one of the things that I'm looking forward to, like with the whole money management thing. It's like, child, spending money. It's bad enough I got to put gas in the car. It's bad enough I got to pay for my phone to, like, all of this shit should be free. It's bad enough I got to pay rent. Like, I didn't ask to do this. I did not asked to be here never <laughs> so it's like it's, it's, it's definitely important to figure out what it is that you need to let go in your life um, because things will start to get better for sure um Kenya have you ever held on to something or someone for too long we, we just discussed this oh maybe I missed it tell me again I will not oh the man the Capri Sun man <laughs> oh yeah not. <laughs> what you yeah, I'm not gonna keep triggering me this episode <laughs> I mean, it's not triggering. You know, you're just, you know. I mean, I get mad. <laughs> you do? Yeah. So you didn't forgive him yet? No, I still want to do something. <laughs> that might Look at Michaela. Look who she thinks me. <laughs> nah, tell her what you told me. But anyway. Um, no, nah, I did tell her. She just being smart right now. I love you, And I'm on the podcast, so I ain't about to send out a whole message. Um, I haven't let go of these pens yet. Shell, she down bad. Mm-hmm. They got a hold on me, baby. <laughs> got me in a chokehold. I have cut back. That's definitely my goal. I'm not. I'm not a person that's just going straight stop. I tried it. It was a terrible day, and in the field that I work in, we we can't have that type of stress just going on. Somebody gonna get hurt. <laughs> Somebody's definitely gonna get hurt. Yeah, but I don't know, because, so, what's, it's February 3rd, I've been three days without weed, I already wasn't drinking, 
Because, like, I, I only really drink when I go out. I don't ever really sit in the house and drink unless it's, like, a wine cooler or some wine. Oh, I, I, didn't really have, I don't have the desire for alcohol at this point. Me either. I'm tired of feeling, like, how I be feeling. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I wake up in the morning a little different. And then Maybe I always I'm gotta, old. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe me too, though. Um, <laughs> possibly. You could ask yourself. And then the food with it, whatever you eat, too. Yeah, it's just a lot. Then it costs. Then it costs too much money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need a drug dealer. <laughs> um. So, have I ever held on to something or someone? Obviously, I've held on for to someone for too long. Um. We were in a very long term toxic on and off relationship. Um. I've actually learned some things about that relationship too. Did you? Do tell. Um, so one of the main things was I had went back and I read the text message to you. I had a screenshot that I probably nine times out of ten screenshot it and sent to you in the moment. Mm-hmm. But I was looking for a picture in my screenshots and I had came across basically when I had broke up with him and he pretty much said something back to me and it was just kind of like, that's how he always got me. And he always portrayed, which I never seen it in the moment, but I see it now. He always kind of portrayed to be like, oh, we have to work this out together. That's the only way that we're going to work. So every time he cheated, every time he did weird stuff, every time we got in an argument or I decided to not want to be with him because it was always me breaking up with him because, bitch, I had some sense. I just ain't have it fully. You have a lot. <laughs> you had a sprinkle. <laughs> but, no, um, I had realized that it was the game of manipulation. So it was like, even now, looking back, that's one of the things that makes it easier for me to let him go because, I know that this whole time you, whether you truthfully cared about me or not, you just always felt like, oh, you're the one that's meant for me. And now that I know and I realize that that's not the case, it's easier for me to let him go. So I'm working on it. I feel like, (laughs) let me tell y'all about the story. Okay. Because right now, because I'm in the space of where I am letting go of the toxic relationship and I'm really, like, going days where, because before I used to, like, in the beginning, I was getting sad or I wanted to reach out. Mm-hmm. I have no desire to talk about the man. I don't be wanting to hear the man's name. But I got to tell you all this shit this man did. <laughs> yeah, talk about it. So I get a phone call from my mom the other day. And my mom goes and says, guess who I saw just a little bit ago? And I already knew who it was. But I told her entertain me let me know who did you see mom and she basically said his name and i was just like okay next topic and that's what i said to her and she laughed she was like right next topic but then proceeded to tell me (laughs) in typical mother fashion like yo but i let her talk and i was just like go ahead like keep going because i think my mom understands now that like i I don't talk to my mom as much because we're not an open family but she kind of knows like that I'm pretty much just sick and tired of the situation so she kind of could tell that this wasn't going to be a long conversation like tell me what happened and then keep it pushing (laughs) so the man decided to I don't know where they were at I didn't ask any questions because I didn't want to know but she ran across the man and he decides to come up to her car and Mm -hmm. says hey I seen your car I just wanted to say hi nigga what please get hit by a car and that's the thing I'm I'm working on because they say you have to forgive people. And if you ever feel like that, you do not forgive them. 
I'm working on saying mean things about you and, and being, you know, violent about the situation. But why the fuck did you say something to my mother? Like, there was no reason. And y'all could tell me if I'm being extra, but I don't feel like I am. There was no reason for you to say something to her. Because the way that I see it, y'all don't have no real relationship. It's not like y'all hung out and y'all had a bond when we were together. That's literally a keep it pushing, keep it moving. Like now, if it was flipped around where it was his mom, I would probably speak. But it's like, I'd wait. Yeah, I would have just said, hey. No, you don't have to verbalize anything. <laughs> hey, nah, wait. I see. But the dynamic of his mom, she might have been the one to beat Joe in the situation yeah. and the one to come talk. Get that butt crack out. But <laughs> that blew me. <laughs> Please that shut was up. One of the strangest <laughs> things I've seen during the holiday, Miss. Why do I see your ass crack? <laughs> I cannot. But yes, that was something that I definitely took a very long time to let go of. Um, and honestly, something that is hard for me to let go of, probably my you know nonchalante ways. I'm working on it. I'm eventually, but mm. I don't. I am. It's just I'm not really I don't have an opportunity to face it every day because I'm not around people every day. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I I do want to let go of. I I want to find a way to be open to people, but also have discretion about what I'm being opened about, mm-hmm. because I feel like that is something that kind of keeps me from being more of expressing emotions because I don't want to be too vulnerable to the wrong person. So. That's something... Um, How do you know who the right person is? I don't know. That's that's the journey. And it's, be, it's hard to do it now because I'm not interacting. I'm not dating. I'm not... I'm literally staying to myself and I talk to you and Julia and Michaela. I'm going to allow you to make a new friend. Oh, you're going to allow me? Yeah. Oh, thank you. I mean, make, before I gave the permission, you can make a new friend at your own risk. <laughs> You're wild, bro. Um, something else that I, I I have been on for a long time that, just like Kenya said, I start to not have a desire for it. Am I going to let it go completely as a whole? Like, I'm going to be like, oh, I've been 15 years sober. It's the alcohol. The alcohol. I can always quit smoking. It's hard in the beginning, but, again, that money aspect and the frequency that I have to buy it, I can always let that go because I've never been a smoker. I've been drinking all my life. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's something that I do want to let go eventually. Um, Please, now, you're an alcoholic at your young age, isn't Child, my dad yeah. gave me my first drink probably when I was like eight, nine years old. And then, Please! <laughs> <laughs> no, lit- he probably was right after. It's for something else, but for sure. Definitely need to be in prison for this reckless endangerment. But yeah, on my own, I was I probably was drinking at the age of twelve. Yeah. I've been doing liquor bad. Clearly. For a 12? long time. Yeah. Real bad. So I know at one point I now I don't wanna say give it a timeline, but I I don't want to drink as excessively, which I'm kind of doing that now, not doing it now. Um, but at one point, I want to just not have a desire and not drink for it at all. Like right now, the only desire I probably have is to have a nice drink when I go out to eat. 
that's the only thing and it's like I have to determine am I going to completely let it go where it's like I don't drink alcohol like I, oh I don't drink mm. right that's that's in my mind I want to but is it it's possible but am I going to allow it to actually happen I don't know you will I have faith in you I, I, I mean I believe it you know um so yeah that's something that I've held on for too long now going back to the book I'm going to list 20 things that you should let go of. So if you are a person who feels like, well, Sierra, I don't know what I should be letting go or I don't see anything that I need to let go, let's see if you got some things in this list because I might got some too that I need to let go. Okay, let's go. Let's see, what, let's see how it works. <laughs> so the first one says, failed relationships. <laughs> let it go. Second let one go. says, toxic relationships. Mm. <laughs> um, third, jealousy. Mm. That's a that's a good one. Uh, fourth is past failures. That's something big for me. Um, five is past regrets. Mm. Six is mis past misfortunes. Mm. Seven is unachieved goals. That that's a big one for a lot of people because mm-hmm. remember we had the conversation about you and I had the conversation when I was really struggling. Like I'm mm-hmm. thirty five years old and I have not accomplished the things that I set out to accomplish by this age. Yep. Eight is judgment of others. Mm. Yeah, right. I don't. I'm like, I don't really do that. I talk shit, but I don't really judge people. Um, nine is other grudges. Control over everything. Mm. That is that very is, much me. That is a very <laughs> hard one. Very much me. Um, let me highlight that in my book so I can revisit it. <laughs> no, because think about it. People who didn't have control over a lot of things, like mm-hmm. even people who have been molested, people who have been abused, people who have been mentally, physically, anything that they felt as though they didn't have control on, right. have the tendency to want to control everything else around them because they never want to feel like they don't have control or something or someone else has control over them. Right. So letting go of that is, True. that's a doozy. Um, 11 is the expectation to be happy all the time. I, I've been did that because I realized it's not possible. It's not, not you're definitely, yeah, you're definitely going to have ups and downs in life. And the best thing you can do is just learn how to get back to that happiness instead of sitting in it. Um, anger. Mm-hmm. Probably got some of that. I don't know. No, I don't. I don't believe. I, I don't allow myself to get angry. I don't like myself when I'm angry. I'll get irritated. I'll get frustrated. I'll get overwhelmed. But actual anger, it takes. It's gonna take way too much, and I have way too many ways to de-escalate myself to even get to anger. So, I I agree with that. As far as some people may not be like that. But I also feel like with anger, a lot of people don't realize that it's internal anger that you may not realize. Because I feel like, believe it or not, I have a lot of anger inside of me that I don't show because I'm not an aggressive person. You're not? No, like, I, you never really seen me get angry and start throwing shit and punching shit. Like, no, that 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 is uncontrolled human behavior. Right. You are an unstable person. But I feel like, for me, I have a lot of internal anger. It's a lot of stuff that I'm holding on to that I'm angry about, like most likely my childhood stuff that causes blockages like in my life. So for 
for me, it definitely is something. I don't feel like I'm an angry person, though. You think I'm mean, but what makes that fuck it, bitch? I'm not nice. I'm mean. I'm going to let you listen to the song, because fuck y'all. We're not going to discuss Meg, because y'all always be. I'm not a 13 is shame. 14 is others' opinions. Mm. 15 is unflattering comparisons to other people. Yeah, like when my grandmom said that. That is not what that means. That is not what she. That is an unflattering comparison. No, they to mean, another person. <laughs> yes, that's the, exactly what that the means. book means. Going on Instagram, seeing the IG model with the banging body and the boyfriend and the money, and you're sitting there wishing that that was you, and you're wondering why that's not you. Or somebody else calling you Herschel Walker. <laughs> yeah, she is so hot. And then you see the resemblance and you like, <laughs> that's what you decided to tell me. Um, the 16th thing to let go is perfectionism. I feel like mm. I've never had to really do that. I did. I had Probably, I may have and just didn't realize it, but I knew for a fact that, I, baby, I was never perfect. And I, I will say, so I'm lying. I have identified something. Probably my work. Like, I wanted things to be perfect before actually doing it but i'm also a type of person that procrastinates so it was probably just played together in my childhood i had to be perfect mm-hmm. that, that was the goal and anytime that i was not perfect <sighs> internally externally and the punishment from my mama <laughs> um the 17th thing to let go of is circumstances you cannot change that's, that's a very very hard one Mm-hmm. Um, 18th is fear of failure. I feel like that's something that I'm not consciously aware of that I experienced, but I think it's something that's definitely deep down that I need to figure out because if you ask me today, oh, are you afraid to fail? I'm going to tell you, fuck no. But then in the moment, I may be having that procrastination where I'm like, mm, yeah. Remember how I told you I, I used to like self-sabotage with like launching and doing certain stuff in my business because I'm like, well, what if it don't work? And I'm like doing the most behind it. Definitely experienced that. 19 is others' choices, behaviors, and worldviews. Hmm. I don't definitely have a problem because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about your decisions, your views. Probably your behavior, I probably, but I'm not fixated on it where it's like a. I'm not even worried about your behavior because what does that have to do with me? More so, like if this is how you act, then I don't want you around. Exactly. What right. That's what I said. I'm not. I'm not fixated I, on it. I it's something that I would definitely let go. The twentieth thing that you need to let go is catastrophic thinking. Ciao. That's stinking thinking. I get you every time. <laughs> so those are the 20 things that you should let go. If you felt like there was anything in there um, that maybe you need to let go or you maybe need to dig a little bit deeper and figure out. Um, I feel like in that list, something resonated with somebody. With somebody. Yeah. And maybe a couple of more things too. Um. So that book is The Art of Letting Go by Damon. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. It's like Zahari. Spell it. Z-A-H-A-R-I-A-D-E-S. Sound crazy as fuck. Yeah, I wasn't going to try to pronounce it. <laughs> no, you just I wanted, wanted you to, to spell it. it for the people. Well, by the time you type in The Art of Letting Go, 
you'll probably most likely find it. It's yellow covered. Um, it's a great book. I probably will definitely read it again and even refer to this episode considering the fact that I broke it down a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, letting go is, you know, a good thing. I feel like this is a very informative episode. Yeah. We still laughed and, and giggled per usual, but... I mean, I'm <laughs> so unserious. So. We can't help it. Um, okay, last question. Last question. Do you feel like it is hard for you... Well, I guess you kind of already answered this question. It's hard for you to, to detach yourself um, or your emotions. And you kind of already said you have a, a trouble with letting go. Yes. It's very hard for me to detach my emotions. And like I said previously, this is something that I am actively working on because I am a very emotional person. Yeah, I feel like... It's not hard for me to detach my emotions. That's my problem right now. (laughs) I'm trying to, you know, bring them back in. But I'm also in it. So it's weird because I am so detached from my emotions with other people because I deal with my emotions a lot when I'm alone. I be in the mirror talking to myself like. (laughs) You alone a lot. (laughs) So, yeah. Listen, I don't know how healthy it is for you to be doing this. I'm not sure I'm not a medical professional. But when you see your therapist, right, I'm going sure to let her know. That up. Uh, girl, shut <laughs> up. Um, so because, yes, I am so detached from my emotions with, with other people and showing them, um, it's hard for me to kind of find a balance between having that detachment of my emotions, but also, you know, um, detaching myself from certain outcomes. And I feel like that's really all it is, is I just probably don't want to get hurt or I don't want to be vulnerable with somebody that's not the right person, like I said before. So it is not hard for me to detach my emotions. This book definitely has helped. Um, now, it's it's a little hard for me to detach from people. But a solution for that is to, again, not pe- put people on a pedestal and idolize them to be this magnificent person when we need to just see people at surface level. So, um, yeah. The emotions part, not a, not an issue, but yeah, because you're emotionally detached. Very scary business. I mean, listen, they made me this way. I'm working on it. Uh, <laughs> I say, at this point in your life, it is not an acceptable answer. They made me this way. No, I'm not saying it like that's way. yeah, because I I can't sit here and blame it on nobody else. Because now I have to, especially now that I'm aware of it, I have to actively work on it. Um, and that's one of the things that I actually, that's one of the main reasons why I want to go to therapy is I want to figure out why I'm so, it's anger. I, I feel like it's anger. I don't know. I'm going to have to figure out a way to fix it. Because it's like I'm punishing everybody else from somebody's decision and how they impacted my life before. And it's a combination of people for sure. Oh, is it? So... That's all that I have for the episode. Um, this was a very great episode, y'all. Um, I hope that you have learned something from this. Y'all, I cannot wait for my therapy session. I'm a little scared. I'm not going to lie. Aww. I told Toya that earlier. I was like, I'm like petrified. And I think it's just because I'm scared to actually hear what it, what it is. Because me being so self-aware, it's like I kind of pick things out and I you know, say, oh, well, maybe it's this and maybe it's that. It's like having somebody actually hold me accountable and telling me what it is is the scary part. Well, you don't have to worry about that for your first session. 
I know, but I'm just scared in general to do it. I've never done it before. See? Everyone has to do new things. Child. Broaden your horizons. I'm, I'm broadening, which I want to break. After, after this, I need a break. Ain't no breaks. <laughs> All gas, no breaks. Um, but yes, that is the episode, y'all. Make sure that y'all leave us a rating and review. Give us some feedback on this episode. If you don't do nothing else between this episode and the standing on business episode, I feel like we should have some reviews because these two past episodes are definitely, um, a lot to talk about. It's a heavy load to unpeel. Like, it's, it's a lot. So, we need some feedback from y'all. Some new content will be coming on the way, um, this week. By the time y'all listen to it, it'll be this week. Um, and yeah, make sure y'all share this podcast out to somebody because this really, this episode alone may really change something for somebody, um, cause they may be struggling and they may even be in a situation that they're holding on to and they need to really see, okay, yeah, I gotta let this go because it's hindering you from growing. Um, and a lot of times that's something that will allow us to be, um, stunting our growth in life when all things about personal development on this podcast is the ultimate goal is for us to grow I actually want to read a tweet um that I had I think I just liked it because Kenya because Kenya said something about how she don't know she don't know if me being alone is very healthy no doing the things that you do while you're alone I don't know if that is very healthy whatever the tweet said, what helped you grow the most? And somebody quoted the tweet and said, being alone. And I was like, mm, yep, see? Nothing wrong with that. I just wanted to share that. Had nothing to do with what I was just saying. Mm-hmm. But I had to put it out there. But, y'all, that is the episode. And until next time, bye! bye.